All right. Season two. Season two. It is here. Are Finally. You, are you excited? No. <laughs> now I am. I wasn't at first, but uh, okay. it took me a second to get into it, and I oh. like the idea now. I'm I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy that you're excited about it now, because yeah. this is a big set. This is a big accomplishment. You mm-hmm. should be proud. Yeah. Season two, I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. Sorry for the wait, guys. Yeah. But He's been a madman working away. I have been. Got a got a lot got a lot planned. Through the show for you guys. Trying so, to. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the exponential growth that this show has seen over the past month has been mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking tell me about it. It really has been. Yeah. It's so cool though. Yeah, I, I go on and I look at the analytics and you know, it, it's just been taken off. So thank you guys. Yes, I, thank you so much. Yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. That's amazing. Um before we get too far into it though, um the there will be a link tree posted in the uh, description of the episode if you click that it'll take you to all the social medias uh, cash app patreon all that good stuff um sign up for patreon we, me and shana just did a patreon exclusive um right before this episode um i posted another one yesterday oh nice so that's okay. two patreon exclusives that you won't hear unless you're on the patreon right and there's only two tiers you got five dollar tier twenty dollar tier twenty dollar tier is substantially more um content yeah it's a lot more content is what that is it's a lot more interaction it's a lot more fun to be had um the five dollar tier you get bonus episodes and um early access to these episodes but um hop over there sign up for patreon or at least consider it share this um share the show with one person that's all yeah. I ask for. Share it with one person. And give us your feedback. We really, really enjoy reading your feedback and knowing what we can do to improve the show for you guys. So Yeah, and, and five-star ratings on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff goes a long way towards um, the algorithm pushing the show forward and all that. So um, if you guys could do that. If you have a bad review, maybe just don't leave it. Just message me personally and tell me, hey, your show fucking sucks and you're an ass. <laughs> and I'll respect that. I'll respect it. But don't fuck up my algorithm because you're upset about something that I said about Joe Biden or COVID or something. Oh, my gosh. You because had to throw that in there. No, it's coming. It's, yeah, I know. It's, it's coming. It's fine. Just ro- go ahead. So, yeah. so yeah. Thanks, guys. Just share the, share the episode with one person. Yes. One person that you think might like it, and I will be forever grateful. Yeah. 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 So with me today is my beautiful wife, Shayna. What up? What up? What up? Oh, sorry. Was that was that too much? It was. I told you I was nervous about my intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got weird with it right what away. Up? <laughs> that sound like pop. Throw it up. Throw it up. A, l- a little bit. <laughs> he doesn't sound like much these days. He's dead. Oh, Did you forget about that? Daggy, shit. That was like two and a half decades ago. I can't believe you forgot about oh that. Oh, my God. Um, so the Cowboys are out of the playoffs. Uh-huh. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> what? That was just to get back at you for the Pac thing. No, I'm upset about Pac being dead, too, but I don't try to imitate a dead man's voice. I didn't. That's disrespectful. I, was just, I literally, okay. That was literally an afterthought. Pac was an afterthought? Wow. Wow. Sorry to the audience that. Can you has to pass hear me this. that bottle right there, please? <laughs> that one? Your baby bottle? No, the other one, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? This one? Yes. Here. Thanks. Fucking weirdo. 
I'm going to need this to deal with you. Yeah, but if you could not slide that giant glass bottle across the table for the microphones to pick oh up, that'd be great. Oh my gosh. Are we going to start like this, really? Yes. We're really going to start like this. Yes, the rest of the episode is just me and you fighting. <laughs> Isn't that all of them? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we love to hear those arguments. Yeah. Give it to us. It worked for Maury. Fuck yeah, I love me some more. You know, I just found more. What the hell was I looking on the other day? Where I was like, fuck, babe, Maury's on here. No, I remember that. What was what that? What was it? Um, It was last night, wasn't it? Yeah. What were you looking on? I don't fucking know. I was looking through the apps on our Roku. Oh, I think it was the Roku channel. Was it? I think so. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to go back and watch me some more. Because there's a few episodes where I was shocked. <laughs> I was surprised. You would never be more shocked than the fat white woman that took off running to the back of the, <laughs> the, back of the dressing room. It's the most they ran in their entire fucking life. Oh my god! All out of breath. Like I swear Stop. he's the dad. Are you? Are you done? <laughs> Is that not what they do though? Let me enjoy my guilty pleasures, please. Thanks. Yeah. Imagine being one of those cameramen though. <laughs> like you, you got into like videography just because you like the skill of working the camera right. and then you get hired on it more and you're like, yes, I got like an everyday television show. Uh-huh. And then the whole time you're chasing around these nasty ass <laughs> females oh backstage. Shut the fuck up. Cause these nasty ass niggas out here too. I don't think you can say the N word on podcasts. I can. Can you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll allow it. Thanks. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so before we go any further, we have to acknowledge what Patrick Mahomes did yesterday. <sighs> Darlene did it. Yeah. He pulled it off. Well, when this episode comes out, it would have been two days ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And he did the damn thing and you got to respect it. And Whoa. I'm not, I'm not going to take back any bad thing that I said about Darlene. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I like what Patrick Mahomes is doing. But I do not like his bitch ass brother, Jackson Mahomes or something. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't even know. Who he that is, is a creep of a fucking human being. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Why do you say that? Well, apparently, and I've I've seen where uh, in Kansas City, um, Patrick Mahomes' brother. I think his name is Jackson Mahomes. I'm not mm. positive. He goes to like local bars and stuff like that, and tries to tries to use his brother's name to get like free drinks and and. He, he tries to be, like, of this higher status. And when the bars are like, no, dude, we're a small business. We can't just give away shit for free. He tries to blast these people on social media and shut get them the shut down. Up. Yeah. No way. Yeah. For what? Because he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> how, ugh, how yeah. grimy. It's fucking disgusting is what it is. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't like my homes either, but, like damn that's kind of fucked up for real i i I got if it's true it's a speculation dougie because if it's just like um let's say it's speculation but i'm gonna i'm gonna treat it as if it's true (laughs) of course you are (laughs) (laughs) like i like i react to most things in life i know i'm just gonna say that it's true and he's a bitch for it (laughs) maybe he's a great guy but also maybe he throws rocks at butterflies i don't know (laughs) I i don't know what he does in his free time he could do that. Why? I don't understand why a person. I don't want to finish that question, but can we just move on? 
What do you? Let's talk about um. Tom Brady's bitch who, ass losing. No, let's <laughs> talk about your boys, babe. What who? happened? Who? My kids. I know. No, I'm working with uh, them. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Those are my kids too. What are you, what I'm are you working, talking about? I'm working with all four of you guys. For oh, what the fuck for? <laughs> well, you're none of you are doing real well. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm talking about your cowboys. Oh, what okay. the hell was that? So let let me Jesus, tell you what happened. Jesus, this is not a fucking sports podcast, but God, this damn. is an everything podcast. We could talk about everything. I fucking know that, but. Man, they pissed that one down their legs. Seriously. They did. I I don't understand the play call where you have a QB sneak up the middle with zero timeouts left and 14 seconds left on the clock. No clue what you just said. (laughs) That that was all around bad, especially considering what Patrick Mahomes did with one second less on the clock. He Uh had 13 seconds left, and he was able to get them within field goal range. Right. Tie the game up. That was insane. Going to overtime. Yeah. Get get the fucking um get the ball in overtime and then get a touchdown, win the game, go on to the championship game. Right. I literally only watched part of the first quarter. I missed the second half of the first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, and the first half of the fourth quarter of that game. But the shit There was that a much I easier saw, way to say all of that. Well, I'm just explaining the way I knew how to fucking say it. If you want to say it different, you do that, bitch. Like, like a, don't be coming at me. Like Hold a, up. Like I said, I'm, yeah, I'm working with these people. You already said tripping. Episode one. You really going to do this? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to do it. Shut your ass up. But, um, but so, anyways, yeah, the shit that I saw was fucking crazy. It was insane. Like, you really do have to give him props for that shit, even though he is a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Full respect to Patrick Mahomes. He's he's done great. I think I saw on the Get TV. Your <laughs> I think I saw on the TV last night that it says this is the first time in NFL history where a team has gone to the division championship four years in a row yeah which yeah. is pretty impressive you got to give it to him it is he, he sounds like a frog he looks like darlene his brother's a bitch and his wife's a whore but <gasps> whoa what i can't fuck? say that <laughs> what the fuck? i'm joking i'm joking i'm sure she's nice oh, Jesus. to all the men Dougie. <laughs> oh my god i'm sure she's great i'm sure the whole family's again, amazing just for um Anyone who's new here, season two. Hey, how are you? Um, I'm not with him. <laughs> I just want you guys to remember. Um, I don't support the things that he says. Uh, he be going off script constantly. There's no script. I apologize for that. There's there no- is no script. But fuck, Dougie, you could stay inside the pc lines a little bit no Jesus fuck that you sound like Christ. a communist now i'm gonna need you to shut what that shit up right now you sound like you're a part of the fucking ccp right now oh my god i'm not gonna get on board with this did you see you need to amp it the fuck down no like, i'm amping it this is shannon this is season two episode one i'm amping it all the way the fuck up okay but don't amp it towards me you ho i'm about to throw something at you <laughs> I'm about to get fucking buck wild. I'm going to hit something. Oh, my God. I ain't giving you no chicken wings tonight. Fuck you, bitch. And that is not a position. <laughs> <laughs> it's actual food. It's going to be delicious. 
Sounded like a sex position. It <laughs> did. That's how I give you no chicken wings tonight. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, I had to clarify though. It's fine. But you, do you know who the CCP is? The Chinese Communist Party. I feel. I mean, yeah, maybe. So tell me what it is. I feel like I might, I just but I just don't want to. Okay, I know you just told me the name of it, but it's like know? the regime in China that's um, a bunch of fucking commie bastards. Where they <laughs> no, and the crazy thing is, no matter how much shit I talk about the CCP, nobody in China is going to hear this because everything is banned in China. They're not going to hear this. Nobody will hear this in China. Nobody. What the fuck are you talking about? You, you, they don't get regular internet in China. It's it's like it's a in um, certain places in China. You mean if it's under like if it's inside China's borders, they have a completely different world that they live in. They have their own internet. They turn the internet off for kids at like ten o'clock at night or something like that. That's the wildest thing I've ever heard. Is that speculation as well? No, no, that's that's a real thing. I don't know if it's ten o'clock. Might be eight o'clock. I can't remember. But they turn the internet off for kids at a certain time at night. To keep them from like watching TikTok all night or something like that. I don't know. It's but, actually fucking smart. Can they do that shit to my kids? Well, here, but the, <laughs> I'm the sorry problem. I'm having to shake them away because they won't yeah. get out of the bed. Well, that's the problem though. Is if you don't if you don't allow children to make the mistakes that they're going to make, what you create is a preacher's child, and you have to allow the kids to make the mistakes that they're going to make. If you try to Oh, excuse me. If you try to shield people away from mm-hmm. making these mistakes, then at some point when they have the ability to say, say somebody moves out of China and they come to America and they have all this fucking freedom, mm-hmm. you're going to have to be a real, real disciplined individual, individual <laughs> to not, <laughs> to not make some wild mistakes. You know what I mean? You yeah. have to allow kids to make these mistakes that they're going to make and be okay with it. You got to live and you got to learn. You can't have your, communist regime telling you that the internet's getting switched off at 10 o'clock at night for fear that you can't do right as an individual okay i get that stance on it however i do feel like you can allow children to make mistakes to a certain extent at what point do you say okay like i'll give you this much but i'm not about to let you go over this ledge i would say murder's a bit far uh that's probably I. I would draw the line there. Don't be no. don't be killing people. What? No, no. What the fuck are you talking about? You want no. them to kill people? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> oh my god, no. But no, I think that children should have boundaries for sure. They shouldn't be allowed to just you know roam freely because where's the structure in that? I yeah. I believe that we all do need to grow up with some sense of discipline mm-hmm. and when you like that that's when you get little little tommy slapping his mama around in, in walmart like yeah like that little fat white boy on uh like, on dr phil remember he slapped his mom yeah i'm not saying like that's what you get but i'm saying like that is the result that you get when there is a total lack of discipline and structure and you know a standard that you have to set for your child so i don't think cutting off the internet like that is bad because like you know me i'm like kids uh uh-uh off phones off all of it off yeah turn it off go to bed does it work not necessarily all the time however they learn their lessons through being tired in school the next day Mm -hmm. 
That is not my fault. That has nothing to do with me. I've created those boundaries. You decided not to live within them. Yeah. And now you have to pay the consequence of being, you know, tired in class and, you know, whatever the fuck can happen to make up your work because you're so behind because you were tired. Right. Yeah. And there's only going to be so many times that you make that same mistake before you say, like, you know, it's not worth right. sitting up watching Netflix all night. You know, Absolutely. I, don't, it, I don't care that the new season of Cobra Kai is out. Let me take my <laughs> scrawny ass to sleep because I got school tomorrow. Right. And I don't want to be tired. Right. And I think that's another thing. Like, you can't. It, it's a boundary, but it's also free will at the same time because I'm not physically taking their devices from them and possessing them Mm -hmm. when i tell them to turn them off Mm -hmm. you just know you need to get it turned off and get laid down however i still give you that choice of you need to get laid down however if you do not that is not on me right you know what i mean yeah It, it is kind of an oxymoron type of situation where you say like um like controlled free will you know, oh yeah, but for it, sure. But it is an important balance to have. You gotta, you gotta allow them enough time and opportunity to, to make the mistakes. But also, you're teaching them why those mistakes aren't good to make. Absolutely. You know, and sometimes the lesson comes after the fact. But I, like I tell you all the time, you know, I'm not teaching these kids for now. I'm teaching our boys for later. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can reflect back on like, oh, dad did say this. Mm-hmm. Dad did teach me this, and. A lot of the things that I try to teach them now do apply to things that they're that shouldn't be an issue for them right now, but one day right. it will be. I and think we I think we both have that though, where we teach them for later, mm-hmm. you know. But I think I have more of the now, because you need to learn now. Because I I have the mindset of I have you now. Yeah. I have you in the house in our home right now so that I can teach you these things every day and you can fall into a routine and a habit of doing certain things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to teach for now because teaching for later is like when we go to his first apartment and our son's first apartment and like he's on an air mattress on the floor and he's got mayonnaise and you know, pickles in the refrigerator and that's it. Yeah. Asking the mom, I don't know how to cook. I don't know what to get. I don't know what's no, I have to teach you now so that you can kind of learn. And it's cool. Cause Bubba kind of takes interest in cooking. He was helping cook the other day. Yeah. So it's working. It'll, it's kind of a now and later type. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It has to be that balance and finding that balance sometimes is a pain in the fucking ass because you don't yeah. like, because if they're acting up now or they're doing something now, you want to be like, hey, do this fucking thing the right way right now. <laughs> right. You know, but also at the same time, you got to you got to allow them to make those those mistakes and like, see. Yeah. See, it's stupid? a process. That's for why sure. you don't do that. Right. <laughs> it's definitely a process. And it, at the same time that we're teaching them and they're learning, they are teaching us and we are learning. Yeah. Because it's like. You can tell him to do something a certain way. He doesn't get it. And then it's like, okay, so I'm learning that you learn a different way. Mm-hmm. So I got to teach you in a different way. And you're learning that I can adapt to your way of learning. So help me. Help me help you. Right, right, You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that that is interesting because 
of the three kids that we have, each of the three have a different learning style. My God, they do. It's exhausting sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, <laughs> but you don't, like, they're not born and you look at them and you're like, oh, I see how you're going to learn. Right. You don't really know that until they get a little bit older, but it could change from year to year, mm -hmm. you know? And some people have to learn the hard way. Some people, you tell them to do something, they just, you know, follow suit irregardless. Right. And, um, and then others are just hard-headed and they just want to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Right. And, and not wanting to learn the hard way, but accidentally doing so. But they're sensitive when they do learn the hard way. So then right. you, you've got to be there to be like a backstop for them or like a, like a net to catch them and comfort them. And be like, mm -hmm. hey, you fucked up, but I'm here for you. But it's, mom's here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got you. Yeah, exactly. But, Let's figure it out. <laughs> but who's to say if we didn't have like 10 kids? that there wouldn't be 10 different learning Hold styles. Up. You know what I mean? No, we're never going to have 10 kids, but, um, thank you. yeah, th three's enough, yes, but thanks. you know, you could have, you know, an infinite number of kids and they're going to learn infinitely different, mm -hmm. you know, that's, sure. and that's the hard thing is, you know, all these, all these ridiculous fucking books that they have on parenting and stuff like that. They're right. they're It's great because it gives people a sense of comfort and that they think that they're learning something, but right. that's, completely as far as it goes it's a sense of comfort it's right. it's comfort that you think that you you are learning something but you don't know shit right you know i've what I mean? never once read a parenting book i haven't either not once no not saying that we're perfect parents we're professional parents it doesn't exist no, that's why it doesn't fucking exist yeah. as long as you understand that you will make mistakes but you have to like it is imperative for not only your life but theirs that you learn from those mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that's when it's like, okay, you have to, it's, it's not easy. It's right. hard, but it's one of those things where you're like, if I'm doing this and it feels like shit, I'm parenting so right, right now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm doing the damn thing. Yeah. That, well, that's the, the, the main thing with parenting is everybody has to be learning all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we have to be teaching them and they have to learn. And mm -hmm. we have to learn from what they're doing. Like, yeah. as soon as we think like, oh, we're adults, we got all this shit figured out, we're going to lose in <laughs> such a major way. Right. Not only are we going to lose on like a personal and individual level, but we, we lose in the fact that we think that we have figured it out to where our knowledge base has has been perfected to the point we have nothing more than right. we could teach them. The world can't teach our kids anything else. Right. That's absurd because well, the world will teach them things that we don't have any experience absolutely, on. Absolutely. And they can come back and tell us, be like, Hey, so-and-so told me this. And then as soon as you try to fucking poo poo that idea and you're like, Oh no, get the fuck out of here yeah. with that. Then as you're going to teach them to be closed minded. And that's not good. Absolutely. But I feel like too, as soon as you think that like, I've got this down packed. I know what I'm doing. I'm perfect parent. I don't need to change anything. There's nothing that needs to be altered. And you should, everyone should do it this way yeah. type thing. That's when you get in and I've seen it and I'm not saying this is a fact for everyone, but I do feel like it happens often <clears throat> where the kids then grow up and disconnect completely. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If not like slowly or abruptly. Yeah. But it's like they disconnect and then the parents are left like, well, where did I go wrong? What happened? What right. did I do so wrong with my child? And it's like, 
what you did wrong, your mistake is thinking that you knew everything and no one could tell you anything. So you didn't take advice from anyone. You didn't try to change or even a lot of times is you didn't even listen to your child. Mm -hmm. You you're not listening. You refuse to listen because I don't know what it is, but like our generation and back, there's kind of this God complex that adults had Mm -hmm. where like I am all, you know, I am everything. So you need to obey me. And they enlisted this fear factor into parenting, which is like, what? You really want your child to be afraid of you. Right, right, right. You know, instead of trying to actually sit down, talk to them and listen because they are human beings. You look at it as you are my child. You take ownership of them. You can't own a person. Right. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Go ahead and laugh that one off. Look the other way. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So you were saying? You cannot own a person, (laughs) you bitch. (laughs) And like you just, you have to understand that just like you are a human being, they are a human being. But they have it just a bit worse because they're younger than you are. Their brains aren't as developed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't understand the things that you understand as a 30-year-old man. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, because they haven't lived it. They they don't know these things. You didn't have to put my age out there, though. That wasn't cool. Whatever. Anyways, like, they, you know what I mean? Like, half of them can't even read. But, (laughs) you know? So, it's like, you have to humble yourself mm-hmm. in that sense and take a step back and be like, okay, maybe what I'm doing isn't necessarily working for this child, right. but it works for the other one. Well, I think it's, I think it's interesting that all of, you know, if you're listening to this and you're an adult at some point in your life, you, in your childhood, you thought, oh, my parents don't understand. Like Will Smith, you know, parents just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you thought yeah. at some point, like my parents don't fucking get it. Oh, yeah. But it's weird that at the point that you have a kid, you think that kids don't know anything. You know what I mean? Because they, they don't have a developed brain yet. They haven't developed a sense of reality as far as how the world is. Right. And so you think that since they're a child that they don't know anything. Mm. But a lot of times, especially nowadays, children have a different point of view on things that you hear kids talk sometimes. And um, uh, remind me to tell you a story here in a second. Okay. Um, but, you know, kids kids just kind of have this um, different outlook on things that where you go, hmm, what? Right. That kind of makes sense. I see where you're coming from with yeah. that, you know? So it's interesting. literally me with blue every single day. Yeah, because it, it, it's interesting that we go from our parents don't understand to our children don't understand, and it's dangerous on both sides. Oh, yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah. But the thing is... Feeling like your parents don't understand and your parents not actually understanding are two different things. Yeah. Because as children and as adults, we tend to not think of our parents as ever being kids. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. As ever making, you know, the similar mistakes we did at our age because we didn't see that. Yeah. We don't see that. We meet our parents when they're already grown or, <laughs> you know, they've already lived a little bit, obviously. Right. <laughs> so, right. So. 
it's like it's harder for you to see your parents like that. Yeah. So I think it's more so like instead of just saying, oh, they just don't understand, flip it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Right. You know what I mean? Do you understand them? Do you understand why they are the way that they are? Yeah. Like, it was so funny because Shari was telling me, um, we were having a conversation the other day, and uh, she, that's what she asked me. She was like, I was reading something, and it asked the question, like, have you ever talked to your parents about their childhood? Like, truly talk to them about their childhood. Not just like, oh, when I was a kid, I used to do this. or I used to... No, 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 no. What were you like as a child? How were you? Were you sad as a child? You know what I mean? Right. Like, what was your environment as a child? Who were you? You yeah. know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. obviously, as we grow, we learn and change. And some of us never do, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, at the end of the day, you could be dealing with a completely different person than... You know, you understand fully. Right, right. Yeah. I think that's what um, I think that's what a lot of people need to understand is, you know, time time is such a weird thing to where anybody that's alive now, mm-hmm. your parents and grandparents lived through a time of war and chaos. Right. Right. And that hasn't stopped it for a very long time. Right. There's always been some sort of chaos some sort of war, battle, skirmish. There's always been something going on. So when you talk about grandparents, you know, both my grandparents, um, grandpas were in Vietnam. Yeah. And, you know, their parents, there's always been a war, you know, civil wars. It, you know, 1812, you know, the great, great, great grandparents, you know. <laughs> right. Like there's, yeah. you know, the War of 1812 and the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, Vietnam. Now you have, you know, the war in the Middle East. Well, mm-hmm. I guess we pulled out of that. But um, you, I don't know what's happening. The Gulf War, Desert Storm. You've got all these wars, all these mm-hmm. skirmishes, all these battles, all this conflict. And it's chaos. Yeah, it's it's been pure yeah. chaos for basically all of time. Mm-hmm. And but um, you know now it's it's weird because now in this age the chaos is kind of detached to where you can watch the chaos on your phone and you can go oh that's crazy and then turn your phone off and go you know watch a football game right or something like that. Right. Whereas our parents and um, you know grandparents and great grandparents they didn't have the ability to turn their phone off and walk away because they were in the middle of battle. Right. You know what I mean? They were, they were like in, you know, standing in a trench somewhere shooting it out with the opposing side. And they don't even know what the fuck they're fighting for. They're fighting for, they're fighting for God and country and they don't know why. Yeah. So, so these people that have been involved in these wars and this chaos and all these battles and everything, they come they come home and they don't know what the fuck to teach their kids right. because their their understanding of what the world is is war because that's right. the worst thing that they've experienced and it's absolutely traumatic not only that but it also um it changes people it does you know what i mean it they, changes people's outlook on life itself yeah yeah and and you can go online this is a really interesting thing if you go online and you look up pictures of people like before and after Mm -hmm. being in uh war Mm -hmm. before and after a deployment or something like that yeah these they age they age like 20 years 
they get like this thousand yard stare because of the shit that they've seen and and so on and so forth so imagine going to you know like how so many of our grandparents or, or parents um went to vietnam yeah and then so they go to vietnam and they're in this insane battle in the fucking jungle high as fuck on morphine <laughs> a lot of them were a lot of them were addicted to morphine yeah there, because that was your only way to cope with the your new reality which was so sad because like mental health really wasn't a topic that, mental you if know? you said that you were struggling with something mentally you were a bitch and they were going to kill you because or they were going to lock your ass up yeah, be, yeah. Well, because you're you're holding up the war effort mm-hmm. you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it, it, you can't have somebody sitting in a foxhole that's struggling mentally Right. Like, no, you got to get the fuck out of here, dude. You know, like you, you're not going to get me killed because you want to cry for a little bit, you know, Yeah. but that's so sad. Yeah. So, so imagine, imagine being over in Vietnam and they say by some fucking miracle, you do survive mm-hmm. and you come back and you come back to your family. And of course you're happy to be back, but the atrocity, atrocities that you saw while you were over there, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you come back to your your wife, right. your kids, and you got to act like everything's fine? Right. You know what I mean? But it is interesting, too, because um, oh, I forget where I was reading it. But they were saying that the, the soldiers that were involved in Vietnam who were um, hooked on morphine and yeah. basically any sort of opiate that they could get their hand on. Heroin was mm-hmm. real big over there. The the opium was insane over there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Those people that were hooked on that stuff when they came back here to the states if they had a loving family to come home to they were able to kick the habit but those people that didn't have a loving family or a decent household to come home to they stayed hooked on heroin and opiates and stuff like that you know what i mean which just goes to show how if you kind of help foster kindness within your your life and your household you could really turn somebody's fucking life around oh yeah you can you can give somebody the outlet of you know happiness and just kind of allow your household to be a you know a a sanctuary of relaxation and right and safety you know what i mean for sure what what was the um story you were gonna tell me oh oh so we were talking about um kids perspectives Mm -hmm. and all that so we were coming back from our oldest son just turned 13. So I was coming back from um, the trampoline park. Remember, I, I took them all, you know, all their friends and everything to the trampoline park. Yeah. And on our way back, you know, obviously I was driving. They were all in the back seat, mm-hmm. and they they were talking. Somebody saw a billboard, and somebody said something about the billboard mm-hmm. on the side of the highway. And somebody says, "Oh, imagine advertising something on a billboard." And then somebody goes, oh, it couldn't be me. And, and in my head, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> well, in my head, I'm thinking like, what the fuck's wrong with the billboard? Right. It's, it's a giant sign that gets your point across. On the highway. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm listening to them and they all have their cell phones out. They're all playing on their phones and uh-huh. stuff like that, you know. And they're all saying like, imagine, imagine advertising on a billboard. And another one says, oh, it couldn't be me. And somebody, somebody said, if I was going to advertise something, I would have a, I would have an ad on like a a game on the cell phone, like League of Legends or something like that. Mm. One of them said, and I was like, what an interesting perspective that at 12, 13, 14 years old, these kids are that they know advertising and they know (laughs) they know where they want to see their advertising and they know that they're being targeted by advertisements yeah and they know that 
I don't look at billboards because mm-hmm. it's antiquated. It's yeah. It's an antiquated way of advertising your product or service or whatever the fuck. Oh my God, those kids are brilliant. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm listening to them and I'm like, you know, and I learned more from them than I could just like researching online because prior to that, I was like, yeah, billboard's a good way to advertise something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're not like shampooing carpets, like don't advertise on a fucking billboard. Right. You know, but I thought that was an interesting perspective. So I was just kind of listening to them. And they're holding, they're holding a fucking class on advertisements in the back seat, just in passing. Huh. <laughs> it's just in uh, passing. They're talking well, about the this. the kids do go to a tech magnet school, mm-hmm. so they do. <laughs> they yeah. kind of, they know. Well, it's, it's interesting because the you know times have changed in such a bizarre way. Yeah. And the fact that when we were kids, we didn't have, like, I remember, I remember being in like AOL chat rooms and Yahoo chat rooms on dial up internet. (laughs) Shut up. Don't tell nobody. I'm telling. So, but if you're in that chat room and somebody calls the house phone, because there was no cell phones. (laughs) Oh, right. And somebody called the house phone, it kicked you off the internet. Yeah. I remember. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we lived in a world where you couldn't be on the phone and on the internet at yeah. the same time. Fucking dial up. Yeah. So who would have thought that 10 years after that, you would have the internet on your phone? Like what the fuck? Right. You know what I mean? It's such a weird thing. Yeah. And then 10 years after that, you find out that billboards are, you know, they've gone the way of the dinosaur in the newspaper. Right. You know, and you've got, you know, 13 year old kids that are telling you that you should be advertising things on, you know, video games on your cell phone i don't know if they're called video games on cell phones cell phone games phone games apps apps game apps maybe when i think Um, apps i think appetizers like some wonton tacos (laughs) at applebee's or something oh my god yeah don't get me started love me some apps you know the skins what yeah you know what we can get started on though what these ads oh get it Hey, I'm Shari. And I'm Shayna. And we are two curvy models. With a knack for life and family. So come join us on this beautiful journey. Where the chaos never stops. It's going to be so exciting. Shari Shari and Shayna on all platforms. platforms. Now that's S-H-A-R-I. And S-H-A-N-E-A. On On all all platforms. platforms. Okay, now we're back. Crazy how that works, huh? insane yeah it was a good ad though yeah that that's me guys <laughs> I'm, I'm the shana and shari and shana <laughs> wow yeah if you didn't know peekaboo can't, bitch i'm here <laughs> kaboom can't get nothing past you at all Mm-mm. no so what else is going on in your world i mean i'm just chilling lately just chilling lately yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck you doing (laughs) not shit i'm just chilling i'm just chilling too you're just chilling too Mm -hmm. so um so covid's all but gone and that's pretty cool well it 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 is it is because just like three maybe four days ago the nfl announced that they were going to stop daily testing on the players for uh, the players and staff for covid right 
the Kansas Department of Health said that they were going to stop contact tracing. The Wichita public school system that said that they were going to stop contact tracing. Mm-hmm. The the biggest and most popular COVID test site in Wichita shut down. Mm-hmm. Yet my friend's kids were out of school all last week because they had to shut down school because there weren't enough teachers there due to COVID. Yeah. Well, I just saw in, so <laughs> I think in Arizona, what? I think maybe in Arizona, I can't remember like the governor. I can't remember somebody, some politician in Arizona, I believe announced today that she was going to start being a substitute teacher because there wasn't enough teachers in in class it's wild yeah it's happening everywhere yeah but i i think i think we just need to i think we just need to calm down i think we need to relax i think that we need to treat covid halfway like it's the flu and halfway like it's chicken pox because mm-hmm. when we were younger why chicken pox well, because when we were when we were younger and you got chicken pox, uh-huh. a lot of people I can't remember if we did it in my in my household, but I know that there was a lot of um people that would have like chicken pox parties because if you got chicken pox once, you wouldn't get it again. Chicken pox was that a white people thing? I I, I don't know. I don't a know. Chicken but chicken pox party. I've never in Yeah, my people life heard used that. to have like chip chicken pox parties. So if one kid got chicken pox, you would have like you would have like sleepovers, so all the kids what? got chicken pox at once, and then because you just got it over with. Never. Now, now chi- I mean, me and my sisters all had chicken pox at the same time, but which is the right way to go about it. Yeah, but we all also shared a room and stuff. So right, but imagine, imagine if you had chicken pox for I forget how long chicken pox lasted, like a week or two. Yeah. Imagine you had it for a week or two, and then your sister got it. And then she had it for a week or two. And then somebody else got it. So you had chicken pox in the house for 10 weeks straight or whatever. The fuck. Right. You know what I mean? That you'd, be like, some bull. you'd be like, okay, fucking enough. Right. You know, it would get really fucking stressful after a while. So I know that that was a thing kind of in the in the 90s and maybe in the 80s. I don't know. But people used to have chicken pox parties. That's where wild. If one, one kid got chicken pox, or they would have a sleepover at that house. And all the kids <laughs> would get chicken pox all at the same time. And you would just get it over with. So it wasn't long, drawn out shit where... It was just chicken pox forever. Never in my life have I heard of a chicken pox party. Yeah. So I think maybe <laughs> we should like treat that that same way with COVID. Mm. Not for everyone, obviously. I, I was going to say, I not, don't know. not for everyone. If, you, if you're young. I don't and, even know about that idea. That's kind of. Well, obviously, you don't want to go and like fucking sneeze in your grandparents' face <laughs> and be like, Dougie said to give you fucking COVID. <laughs> Grandma's it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep away from grandma. Oh my god! <laughs> Whoever touches her last pays for the funeral. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! But no, I, I think in, in all seriousness, I was I was I was joking. But okay. in in all seriousness, I, I think we need to kind of relax a little bit and understand the fact that the more that people get COVID, mm-hmm. and I, I hope it's just the healthy people that get COVID and they they're fine. Because the more that we get it, the less, the less severe the symptoms become. And it's just the way that these things work. And obviously, I'm not a fucking doctor, but I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts and, and I read a lot of things. And, and you notice that when COVID first started, there was people like falling dead in the streets in China. Right. That was wild. And you don't hear about that anymore. And the reason for that is we've had all these fucking variants. We've had more goddamn variants over the past two years 
than I even care to name off. It's been bizarre. Yeah. But, but with each new variant, the symptoms have been less and less. Although COVID has become more contagious, Mm -hmm. the symptoms have become far less. It's now down to like the top five symptoms for Omicron are like sneezy, runny nose, cough, headache, you you know, shit that allergies give you. I don't know. I, I feel like everyone that I've talked to who's had, who's had COVID has always told me like, it's like the flu, but like your body is so weak. Yeah. You know, like your joints and your muscles and your bones just ache. Yeah. But that, they that, said it's like a heightened flu. That, that, that's I always for me. I haven't had it, at least not that I'm aware of. I've had, I've had colds and what I think is the flu. Yeah. Um, But it was certainly not extreme or anything, so I wouldn't know. Um, But I don't le- <laughs> really leave the house anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I was quarantined, guys. No well, worries. You, you may just be one of those people that were asymptomatic, though. You know, there was a lot of people Maybe. that were were asymptomatic. Know. But all I know is that some people, when they get it, it oh, it hits so bad, and I feel so horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, COVID just ugh, COVID it, sucks. It 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 knocked me on my ass, and I'm yeah. I'm healthy, and I exercise, and and all that good stuff, and you know, I'm very active in my day to day job, and yeah, no pre existing conditions or nothing. Yeah, and you know, it kicked my ass for you know three solid days, really whipped my ass. But yeah. you know, I've also had the flu. I've also had food poisoning. I've you know, I've had these things, and it. I don't think it was worse than that. It was different than that. Okay. It, I don't think it was worse, but, you know, you don't really hear much. Because I had the Delta variant because that was kind of the, the prominent variant at the time that I had COVID. Yeah. Which was um, April, you know, late late March, early April of 2021. Yeah, you had it a while back. Yeah. About a year ago, almost. Yeah, almost a year ago. Was, I had it on my 30th birthday. <laughs> yeah. Which is a, a great time to get it. We'll post the pictures <laughs> on the Patreon. <laughs> Oh, is there pictures? Yeah. yeah. I know that I know that I have a picture of a Chick-fil-A sandwich that I dropped on the fucking floor <laughs> when I was quarantined in the goddamn room. I was looking forward to that sandwich. So I dropped that shit on the floor. I was so mad. Oh, my God. What did you do? Did you pick it up and eat it, or did you just no. eat your fries? Well, it was really a letdown, too, because I didn't have a loss of, like, taste and smell, mm-hmm. but I everything that I ate tasted like sulfur. Ooh. Yeah, literally everything that Ooh. I ate tasted like sulfur. So that Chick-fil-A tasted like sulfur. So Ugh. Yeah. So you wouldn't tell the difference if there was anything wrong with it after you dropped it? Yeah. Well, if there was like a hair or something. Well, I mean, blow that shit off and pick it up. Because I kept that room spotless while you were sick. So Well, you didn't come in the room. Well, you brought me like care packages and stuff with like snacks. <laughs> well, yeah, but I also like cleaned the room and shit. Like you had wipes and the vacuum. You cleaned the whole room the whole time. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was just. I couldn't do anything else. So filthy in there. <laughs> like it was. I was. It was like an episode of Hoarders in there. What <laughs> was it? <laughs> you had it spotless in there. I'm like, you made the bed. You're in it. Like, why? <laughs> you know, I'm a clean freak. I know it's frustrating at times. The but, OCD portion of it. Yeah, I have severe OCD when it comes yeah. to cleaning things. But 
No, I, I am happy to see that the restrictions are kind of letting up on COVID because I did, you know, I make a lot of jokes and stuff, but I, I know that COVID is a very serious thing. I know people lost loved ones. I know that it's turned brother against brother. It's turned households upside down, oh, it, yeah. you know, because there's never been in our, in our lifetime, mm-hmm. a more polarizing thing that's ever taken place. Right. And it's, it's really turned people against one another. And especially since we have such you know, access to one another on social media and you can, you can voice your opinions and you can attack somebody and you can do all of this from your fucking couch. Keyboard gangsters. Yeah. It's, it's it's insane. And you can stay out there. They lurking on (laughs) day drinking with Dougie. You know, I, I was reading earlier today that, um, you know, because Trump was kicked off of um, Twitter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw that Facebook came out and said, <laughs> it's, kind of, what? it's kind of funny. <laughs> Facebook came out and said that you can say that you hope that Trump dies from coronavirus, but you can't tag him in it. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you tag him in oh, it, then you fuck. get in trouble. But you can say that you hope he dies from COVID. How fucked up is that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not really. It's funny a, though. A Trump thumper, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. But you how bitch. funny is that though? I think you should be allowed allowed to say whatever the fuck you want to say on social media. Oh yeah, freedom of speech. Yeah, say what you want. I mean, okay. Let me let me I mean, let me backpedal a little bit. Racism should be banned because racism of any kind, sexism of any kind, transphobia of any kind, any type of discrimination of any kind should be completely banned. I don't know. But I don't, I really don't think you should like threaten death on people either. That's not cool. Right. Or at least like just from a moral standpoint, maybe don't wish death on people. There's very few people on this planet that I'd wish death on. (laughs) What do you mean very few as if there's even one? I don't like Whoopi Goldberg very much. What the fuck? <laughs> Her lack of eyebrows really pisses me off. Okay. Out of all people, I was not fucking expecting that name to come out of your mouth. Yeah. Why? Because I, I don't Whoopi? like saying her name. You know, I got this pair of purple sunglasses when I was like eight. And of course, it was like early 2000s you know i'm fucking killing the game oh pimp play a host it was layer. probably like 19 it was probably like 99 or something oh shit but i got him and i thought i was so cute because i had this purple coat with it too and you know purple was my color mine too i walked in the house and my sister was like straight up calling me whoopi goldberg i was so sad i cried was she known for wearing purple well, she had this pair of purple shades that she wore on the red carpet this time. Oh. At this time, and it was like with this purple outfit. And I was like, you bitch, you <laughs> ruined my whole shit. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Whippy. You know what I mean? But at the Why? end of the day, my sister was just saying it to be an asshole. And I think it's the fact that I knew she was saying it to be an asshole that pissed me off because I fucks with Whippy. Sister Act 2, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's she's... my shit. She's not. She's not funny. Whatever. Sister Act and Sister Act Two. It's my movies. Right I, there. I guess. Well, I grew up watching them, and I, I loved them as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
it reminds me of my grandmother because she would reluctantly sit and watch them with me no matter what because mm. I had the VHS tapes, you know? What is that? Who knows? You're older than me. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but no, she uh, would just sit and watch it with me because I would ask her to, you know? Yeah. So like now when I think of that movie, I would think of me and my cousin Krista having sleepovers at my grandmother's house and her like just sitting there with us <laughs> watching it. Like, oh my God. Number one movie of all time. Go. I, I don't have an answer for that. I love cinema, so I don't know. Well, we're going to sit here quietly until you say something. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You, you What's wanna, your favorite movie? Of all time? Yeah. And you know, I have a... It's almost impossible for me to rewatch a movie that I've already seen. Oh my god, it's so annoying. I'd be like, "Babe, look, it's a classic." He's like, "Turn it off." Yeah, I do. Let's I, something else. I do not like rewatching movies or TV shows, especially. Well, I take that back. I'll watch The Fucking Office all day, every day. I will not lose interest in The Office. That and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Friends is also up there. Um, Seinfeld lately since it's been on Netflix. Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. See, I so can't there, really fuck with Seinfeld the way that I want to because of fucking Kramer. <laughs> oh, because he's racist? You, you fucking racist bitch. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I loved Seinfeld. I remember in our first apartment here, like, we did not have cable or anything. We first had apartment in Wichita. That. I said the first apartment here. Yeah, I was just letting people know. Well, why you gotta disclose our location? <laughs> they they already know. They already Whatever. Know. Anyway, if you want to come kill us, fucking try it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. I have too much life to live. I got. You. I don't. I'm thirty. I'm done. Y'all want to murk this food? That's on y'all. And Take him. me out. That's Cowboys aren't him. going to the Super Bowl. Take me out. Wait till he alone, y'all. Don't do that shit when I, me and my kids is around. No, no. Nah. Just take that motherfucker by himself. No, if you see us at like Longhorn Steakhouse or something, just fucking go for it. <laughs> Shut your ass <laughs> up. <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. But no, I just can't. Like, we used to watch him because we had the bunny ears on the television, remember? Yeah, yeah. So, we would sit and play cards and watch Seinfeld, and I loved it. And then my world blew up when he did all that extra bullshit. And I'm like, fuck you. And we didn't watch it for years. Well, it turns out you can't be racist. Right. (laughs) What do you mean, turns out? Turns out you can't. It was up in the air prior. But you understand that your wife is black and so are your children, right? You don't know my wife. <laughs> you don't know my wife. You don't know my life. Well, fuck the bitch anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, what? So, <laughs> okay, so my my favorite movie of all time that I could I can rewatch over and over. Uh huh. Do you want Do you want to guess it, or you just want me to tell you? Um. I feel like it would be a toss-up between a few movies. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Which is, you already know because <laughs> you start smiling. Yes, Shawshank Redemption. Um, What was the other one? Training Day. Yep, Training Day. I was just about to say the fucking line. Uh, he's like, uh, Sorry, you want to go jail, to... you want to go home. Yeah. 
And go, Joe, you want to go home, Jake? Yeah, I think it's the toss-up between the two of those, if I'm being completely honest. Um, sorry, guys, I wasn't I wasn't peeing. I was pouring another drink. So <laughs> I did that right in the microphone. I apologize. Hey, it is day drinking with day. You guys are going to hear some background noise. Yeah, And, and I, a lot of it's going to be the drinking part. So. And, I, and I just knocked over my cigar lighter. Things aren't going well for me over here oh, right now. shit. Get it together. This is your show. What the fuck happens if you can't manage your I'm tr- own show? I'm, I'm a fucking loser, Shana, and I can't help that. Jesus. So, um, don't be too honest with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, th- yeah. Th- my number one movie of all time is Shawshank Redemption. That's the oh, I perfect got it movie. right. The yeah. very first one I said, yeah, yeah. That, that's the perfect movie. It doesn't get any better than that. Training Andy Day, Dufresne. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Training Day is up there for sure. I love that movie. Yeah. That's such a good movie. Um, what else? What other movies do I like? I don't know. I can't. You like a lot of you like war movies. I do like war movies. You you can't go wrong with Band of Brothers or Saving Private Ryan. What was the one? Uh, yeah, uh, Jarhead too. Jarhead's good. Jarhead's the well, one. Well, you you can't go wrong with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's true. Uh, you know, I um, love me some Jake Oc- Gyllenhaal. October Skies. Oh yeah. Jarhead. End of Watch. We watched watch. October Skies in school every fucking year. Every year. We watched that so many, well, at least in my elementary school. I watched it. No, we didn't even watch it in elementary school. We watched it. Well, I watched it in middle school and eighth grade and then high school freshman year. What the hell is your dog doing over there? I don't know. I, the, I think she just had a fucking seizure. What the fuck's seizure. happening? I think she's dreaming. She's definitely dreaming. Yeah, maybe Do so. Do you hear her? Jesus. Yeah, she's being weird. Shut up, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were you saying? Um, October Sky. I oh. watched it in eighth grade and in freshman year in high school. Wow, you're you're behind. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, no, we watched it in. Um, I think the first time we watched it was in like second or third grade. Jesus. But we watched it every single year. And it's it's a really great movie. It in, is. Until you find out that who Jake Gyllenhaal is writing to in October Skies was Warner Von Braun, who is a Nazi scientist yeah. who was brought over to America during Operation Paperclip and was told that he had to develop our space program. And he said, okay, well, <laughs> if you want me to to develop your space program. I want to wear my Nazi uniform in NASA. And our government was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. And, yeah, and then you just Jesus. got you just got one of the most prominent Nazi scientists <laughs> working in the US government wearing his Nazi regalia. Like it's not even fucking funny, but I feel like <laughs> We just look bad in so many different situations that happen. Yeah. Like, fucking hell. Why I, do we look like douchebags all yeah. the time? No, I, I, I do have plans to do a, an episode on Warner Von Braun for the Patreon. Um, I, I got some bonus episodes that I got uh, planned out for this uh, this season two. Nice. Yeah. Season two. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm yeah. just really excited. Like, I haven't had this mic. I ain't had this mic this close to my mouth in a minute. Yeah, well. <laughs> you made that weird. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm really excited about season two. I'm really excited that it's picking up steam the way that it is. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys' support. Like, we love it. We love you guys' feedback. We love the support. 
we can't thank you guys enough. Yeah, it's it's been really great. Um, just wrapping things up here. Yeah. Um, so this is the first episode of season two. There's going to be many, many more episodes. Over many, the, many, many. Over the past 30 days, this show has grown by almost a thousand percent. And that is... Yes. Yes. That, that is not because... that. How do I word this? It's only because of the people listening. Absolutely. If, if nobody was listening, those numbers wouldn't have risen the, the way that they have. Right. And if you weren't telling your friends and family about the show, those numbers wouldn't be going up. And... Basically, all I can do is ask that you guys keep listening and just share this episode with one person. You don't have to share it with everybody that you know, like I've asked previously. Share it with one person. Look down in the description box. I'm going to have my link tree down there that's going to link... That's going to give you a link everything. to everything. It's going to give you a link to the Patreon, to Cash App, to the merch store, to all the social medias, to the YouTube channel, yeah. which we're going to be doing your some Instagram, things with. Your... It's TikTok. It's all there. Yeah. It's everything that you need YouTube. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything that you need to find me on anything mm-hmm. is there. So three things that I need you guys to do. Click the link tree. Explore it. You don't have to commit to anything. Just explore the link tree. See what it's all about. Um, Number two, share this with one person. Mm -hmm. Number three, and this may be the most important one of them all, go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. Leave a five-star rating and write a review if you could. It would be amazing. It would mean a lot to me. It would really help out this show standing in the algorithm and help push it to more people more yeah. often and that really helps build the the listener base to you know j- just have fun and that's right. really what this is all about just having fun so right. we it, literally just talk shit and like bring up important topics and then bullshit topics and then shoot the shit yeah yeah, yeah so but we like that's what's so surprising to me is that you know season one boomed the way it did that's why i I couldn't be more grateful yeah you know what i mean because it's like we literally just get on here and have fun have fun yeah Yeah, literally yeah i I get a few free drinks you know like it's fine yeah it's not free for me but right but yeah so nothing ever will (laughs) so later this season we we've got a lot we've got a lot going on Shane is going to be a reoccurring guest over and over because I love talking to my beautiful wife. Get excited, guys. I'm here. <laughs> but there's going to be a um, wide array of people coming yeah. on the show. I'm sure Morris will be coming back on. I'm sure we'll have Christian James back on. Um, we'll have a lot of important people on here, too. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of impactful, important conversations that you guys do not want to miss out on. So don't forget to go ahead and click on that link tree. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and subscribe to everything. Yeah. So you don't want to, so you don't miss out on anything because he posts different things on different sites. So in order to get the full amount of crazy <laughs> from Dougie, yeah, you you there's plenty of crazy him. to go around, <laughs> right? Like it's just the wildest things happen. You just you never know with this one over here. Yeah. So let's Truly. continue to build the community and, and this has been great thus far. So I'm Absolutely. really excited for season two. Shannon, you want to plug your stuff before we get out of here? Absolutely. Y'all already know that ad you heard earlier. That's me. I'm the Shana part of Shari Shana. So go ahead 
onto our Facebook or YouTube and anywhere like that. We are getting our link tree set up. So go ahead and look out for that on our Facebook. And it is Shari and Shana, which is S-H-A-R-I and S-H-A-N-E-A on all platforms. So make sure you guys go ahead and follow us, tune in. Like we have so much coming you know, not just, I'm not just a part of day drinking with Dougie, guys. Like, I have a life, too. <laughs> yeah, you've got a whole platform Yeah, of your we own. have so many things in the works, and we cannot wait for you guys to join us on this journey. So, we truly appreciate you. Go ahead and click those links, guys. Yeah. Thank you, lovely bastards. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> think you could call people. Can you call people bastards? These are my friends. Are they your friends? Yeah. These I, I kind of feel like family type stuff. Yeah, these, like these, I can tell you my secrets. Yeah. This is friends and family right here. Nobody. Love you, motherfuckers. Love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. I'm Shari. And I'm Shayna. And we are two curvy models. With a knack for life and family. So come join us on this beautiful journey. Where the chaos never stops. It's going to be so exciting. Shari Shari and and Shayna on all all platforms. platforms. Now that's S-H-A-R-I. And S-H-A-N-E-A on all platforms.